Good evening. Good evening, everyone. How are you all doing? Oh, this is a wonderful day. Let me tell you why it's a wonderful day. God made it and you're alive to experience it. So this is a great day. Amen. Awesome. And well, it's Tuesday night. It's Be Healed Night. Um, as we are every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard on Facebook as well as YouTube. I am honored to have my guest on tonight and I'll introduce her just shortly, but just want to give you a quick word of announcement. Welcome all first time viewers. If this is your first time viewing with us on Facebook, make sure you share, make sure you comment, get in this chat. Let's hear from you. If you're watching on uh YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button, okay? So you don't miss anything. Or you can even replay and see some of almost, I want to say it's close to 100 episodes. I think we're about five episodes away from having 100 of just the Be Healed web show. So I'm excited about that. So stay tuned. So let me tell you a little bit about my guest on tonight. I have the chance of actually patronizing and going to and sitting in and experiencing this wonderful uh, moment right here in the Inland Empire. Okay, it's you don't really get soul food. There are some soul food restaurants in the IE as the Inland Empire, you know, Southern California, outside of LA, about 60 miles east of LA. So a lot of times people feel like all the good food, all the good everything is in LA. No. The Inland Empire is popping. Grew up in the Inland Empire myself, and I can probably say this. But I had heard about R&R Breakfast Spot. Saw it on Instagram. And I became instantly tantalized. I mean, my taste buds were tantalized. I was just fixated. I said, I need to get over there. She got these pork chops, and she'd be smothering, and she'd oh, the, oh, the shrimp and grit. I need to get over there. Okay. And so my parents and I got a chance to go over and it was an amazing experience. And I would have been remiss not to offer her to come and share her story. So let me introduce you all to Rhonda Dennis. Rhonda Dennis and her husband, Rodney, Rodney started Ardnar uh, Breakfast Spot shortly before the pandemic. And she's going to tell you all about this portion, but she's a mother, she's a wife, she's an entrepreneur. Um, she's a woman of faith. She believes that, you know, all things are possible to them that believe. And I, she's a walking testament of that. Uh, not only she's uh, she has um, a beautiful dog named Chaos, you know, nice old American Bulldog. Uh, but not only is she the business mogul, not only is she the wife, the mom, but she is a community leader. She is all for helping others get into their niche to find their purpose and make it happen for them. And so she's going to talk to us about her journey and how R&R um, Breakfast Spot became and what that looked like. And I'm so happy. And if you can go ahead and welcome her in with some chats and some hearts. Welcome, Miss Rhonda Dennis. Thank you so much Hello. for being us on tonight. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. All right. Thank so, you, you know, um, your your bio and your your testimony is in here. So I see that you mentioned that you started and we were talking, got a chance to talk earlier before we got on. But I want you just to kind of tell the story of you, of all the great things that Rhonda Dennis is and who um, so people can get to know you and then share about the story of how R and R became. Awesome. Well, Thank you for having me. Um, and congrats to you on almost 100 episodes. That's pretty amazing. Thank you. Um, I know the struggle it is to uh, set aside time to do things like this. And I, I commend you for that, my sister. So um, a little bit about me. I, um, I got married in 2017. Uh, hence the R&R, Rhonda and Rodney. Uh, we met each other many years ago and just reconnected and uh, blended our family. So a lot of what you see at R&R Breakfast Spot is uh, they are names of our parents, <clears throat> our children, um, everyone except for us. So there is no Rhonda on the menu. <laughs> there is a Rodney, but there is a little Rodney. So um, all of that that you see is just us are embracing our family. 
2017, we got married. We started to talk, or I started to talk about uh, what I'm going to do when Rodney retired. And this is what I came up with. <laughs> so uh, as I started to mention it to him, it was kind of like, okay, if that's what you want to do. Hmm, okay. And I think I woke up and um, and thought, I'm going to just start it. I'm going to do it. And um, we did it. So unbeknownst to us that two months after we started, uh, the pandemic would hit. So we were hit pretty hard, um, mainly because we weren't even in a position yet uh, because I never catered or I had never even seen anyone's back of the house of a restaurant, never worked in one, uh, what we should have done. There was no handbook, no manual that says, here's you know, what you do in a worldwide pandemic. So we were faced with not just the fact that um, there was a food shortage. There was, we, we hadn't even gotten to restaurant status. We were still literally buying food off of food for lesses, you know, meat counters and, you know, buying things in small quantities because we were just that small. We don't have any, um, we don't have any storefront that is facing the street. So all of the people that we got were really just organic. They were people that were saying, Hey, there's a black restaurant here. And, um, and really we, we were, small, small. So um, when March hit, we did, we shut down um, mainly because we could not get our hands on any food. Um, we did come back, uh, me and my two daughters. So my daughter was 23 at the time and the other one was 13. And we worked in there. We shut the doors and we did DoorDash. We did phone orders. And then George Floyd unfortunately passed away. And when he did, there were a lot of people that were invested in recycling their black dollars and, you know, just giving visibility to black businesses. Mm -hmm. And luckily we, we, we hit that second plateau where we said, okay, now we're open. Now what do we do? And mm -hmm. we were faced, we were faced at that point with figuring out how to maintain, because now since there were just three of us working, um, how we make it work. And yeah. then, we were hit with my dad passing away from the COVID. So he did um, April 30th. Uh, we closed down for a day after being closed down previous to that for about a month and a half, but we came right back. We closed down for a day, buried my dad um, because there were no funerals at that time. Right. Uh, so we just basically came back to work, to work the next day. Um, and we tried to figure it out from there, but it was a lot of reinventing myself over and over again. Uh, then my husband, he works for a very large um, grocery chain that there were people getting it every day. So two weeks after my dad died, he got it. So um, a true test of our marriage, our business, our, you know, our family, uh, because he, he, we didn't know what to do with the COVID. We waited until he had a negative test to come out of that room. And that meant that, you know, I was working a lot of jobs. I was trying to get the restaurant together, making sure he had eaten for the day, uh, constantly checking his well-being. It was a lot of work. Um, I would say about end of March, when we got our PPP loan, mm -hmm. uh, we were able to bring a couple staff members back. And that was a struggle because staff didn't want to work anymore. Yeah. Uh, my cook, I will give a shout out to DeAndre Jones. He is phenomenal. Yeah. He has been with us since um, since I started, a month after I started in February. So he's he's been rocking with us, and that is nothing but God. And if I had to give a testimony, um, it would be that God definitely ordained my steps through every single tragedy, triumph, everything that we've gone through. Um it, it really is when saying that when God calls you to any, any type of, um, I'd say any journey in your life, uh, and you know, and you follow that journey, it is me saying, you know, I did that. And when I did that, he hasn't let me down. 
because there's been a lot of times that I felt like, you know, maybe he is, maybe he is testing me. You know, I don't know what's happening. And I would wake up and, and think it's all over and then something happens and it all just starts again. So um, I can truly say that uh, it isn't me, it's, it's God. It's, that's the only one, reason that these doors are open because <laughs> we've been faced with, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of things that I, you just don't see coming, you know, the, the rapid increase in food costs, you know, and, and there's a lot going on. And, you know, some days we have hardly anyone that comes in the restaurant. Then another day we have tons of people in there. We don't know what to do. So um, if I had to give any advice to any black business owners or any business owners for that part, but I love to see us win. I really do. It's a different win for me. I will say that, you know, I am a product of a biracial marriage, but it's something about us winning. It is it is different. It hits different. Um, I'm very invested in it. Anybody I can bring up, I say share, you know, share, 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 share. If you can, you know, if you can give back, give back. You know, it's it's very important, even if it's five dollars, if it's five hundred dollars, it's important because that's the only way we win. Uh, we have to support each other. So. Um, again, I appreciate you for bringing us on because even Absolutely. if it's one other customer, that's one more customer that makes sure that our doors stay open because that's so important. You know, and and, uh, and we got more just definitely um, to share. And I definitely will be referring <laughs> and I continue. I'm like, hey, y'all, this is some good food over here. What I what I'm hearing is, is, you know, you mentioned about just the timing of it. You stepped out mm -hmm. on faith. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you go into storm after storm after storm. Mm -hmm. you know, COVID nor the passing of your father is anything that you could have predicted no. or, or even no. stopped. <laughs> no. Right? No. Um, so you had to go through that. Wow. Yeah. Um, even with the COVID, I would say I wasn't prepared because... Um, I had talked to the home because that's when they had, my dad had very severe dementia. Uh, my dad actually traveled from New York to California and just kind of got off the plane and, and walked for a couple of days. His dementia was very severe. We found him three days later. And when we did, he was in and out of hospital. So we finally had settled on this home, like I'd say about six months before all this happened. So they called me on April the 16th and said, I just want to let you know, you still can't come and see him. You know, you can video chat. However, he tested and he's negative. Cool. You know, this is great. I tell my sister on her birthday on the 22nd, I remember all these dates because they were so profound. They were dates that things were happening in my life that I'm like, okay, now I can tell my sister, they called me on the 22nd. Hey, dad doesn't have the COVID. We're good. Don't worry about it. We'll try to video chat with him, you know, I guess in about a day or two. So on the 29th, when they called and told me that he wasn't breathing well, I'm confused, utterly confused. Like, why? So when I rushed to the hospital, I, I closed the restaurant because, again, it's just me and my, it's three of us working. I shut down at about 12 o'clock that day because they said he's not breathing well. When I get to the door, they ask if he has COVID or we have COVID. And I'm like, no. They said, oh, he's had the COVID since the 16th. Well, he had it the day they gave me someone else's results. So wow, I had zero time to prepare. And that was, again, the world was so shaken at that point that every hour after he passed, um, they were like, you have to get him out of here. There's no morgue here. There's nothing you can do. You have to get him out of here within a certain amount of hours or, you know, you're, we're going to report you. And I'm like, report me to who? So about four o'clock that day, I finally had uh, negotiated a, you know, a plan with the funeral home. But those are the kinds of things that were happening just constantly, you know, one bomb after the other, like, what do you do? And it was those kind of situations that you just can't prepare for. How do you prepare for that? You just kind of, you know, every day get up and say, okay, let me put on my big girl pants and let's go, you know, yeah. because that's basically what it was. It was, preparing for the unknown, embracing every single day. 
And thank you, Sandy Perry. I do appreciate you. I saw that you said you love us and that that means a, a lot to me. Yes. You know, we work hard for that, those kinds of statements. It, it means a lot. I mean, the the your food is excellent. And, you know, my, my parents always taught us what comes from the heart goes to the heart. Mm-hmm. And I believe that it's in everything in word, deed, food, you name it. When it's done and prepared with love and not just with, you know, oh, I just got to get this out. Yeah. I love the fact that, you know, um, as we come into the experience of R&R Breakfast Spot, um, it's, it's shared like, hey, this food is cooked to order. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy, relax. And you have um, one of your staff. He's the waiter and he's so personable and kind and entertaining and <laughs> of everybody's uncle, you know what yeah. I mean? He so, is. So you kind of get this vibe that you're at a cookout, you're at, <laughs> you know, you're at grandma's house, hanging out, you know, and it's yeah. and it's good. The TV, the the music is playing. It's all these things that make the experience mm-hmm. wonderful. But I do want to go back to when you mentioned about the co the the COVID portion. Um, man, you know, yeah. there are definitely <laughs> some missed opportunities in the health care field. When yeah. it came down to this pandemic, when you mentioned about not being prepared, I would like to say the the world wasn't prepared. Yep. No so, one. There was a few people who were trying to sound the alarms, mm-hmm. like, "Hey, this is coming. Hey, it's yeah. coming. Hey, yeah." But in true, um, typical human consumption fashion. Yes. <laughs> no one was ready. No one is no. And I, I myself, I must say, I, I will raise my hand and say. This is all a hoax. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. I told my husband a million times. And yeah. he's like, no, Rhonda, it's, it's not. It's very real. Like, people are dying. I'm like, no. Nah. You know, and, and I still have my own thoughts about it, to be honest with you, that we would be talking forever if I talked about that. But I still believe that, you know, everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason. I don't know what mine is or what my outcome is. Um, again, I, you know, I, one of the things that people say constantly when they come in there is if you can get past the COVID, you can get past anything. And I don't think it was just the COVID for me. It was so many other things that if I could get past that, if I can get past, you know, my parents dying within a month of, I mean, uh, a year of each other, if I can get past the fact that, you know, I was in a very new marriage and so many different things that the COVID seemed almost secondary to that stuff because, um, you know, I'm a, I'm really big on family, you know, and, and it did, it, it tested a lot of families, yeah. a lot, um, mainly my own. And I felt in this, like, you know, when you're in it, you feel like you're in this bubble, like no one can understand, no one gets it. Mm-hmm. Um, no one understands the hurt, the pain, the, you know, and the resilience that I have to still get up and still fight through this, no matter how I felt the day before. Yeah. You know, and then I had a, a period of time where, Almost everyone in my staff had caught the COVID. Like, okay, we're in here working alone because I actually didn't get the COVID the entire time, you know, all throughout 2020, 2021. um, It just caught me, I would say, about a month ago. Like, hey, you've been running too long. Come on. By the way, I meant to. Yeah, I've been meaning meaning to include you in these numbers. Come on. So, you know, throughout that time, I almost. Felt like, you know, I was, I, I, I just couldn't get it. I almost felt mm-hmm. like superhuman. Like I mm-hmm. have been around it. Um, my husband got it. Like we slept together the night before, give him a kiss when he goes to work. And I still didn't get it. Like I can't get it. And mainly because I felt like I had it before. I think I had had it way before, Yeah, you know, those, those reports started to come out because mm-hmm. I had the worst cold ever before. Um, all of this happened and um, it just made me feel like, you know, at some point I was freaked out. Then another point I was like, okay, this is what it is. I've been around all my staff and, you know, this close and I didn't get it. So maybe I just can't get it now. Now I'm over it. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'm, I'm back. I will say, you know, I, I have um, invested a ton of money 
and what we use now that some people love it, some people hate it, but we used a program now where people are able to scan on their phones. You know, I, I get freaked okay. out by the touch, you know, to say, okay, I'm going to give this menu to you. Then I'm going to give it to you. Then my waitress is right. going to touch it. And I have waitresses with small children that I'm like, okay, you guys got to realize, like, I don't want you to take this home and give it to your right. family. Like if we can reduce the amount of touch, the amount of, you know, spread, I'm, I'm all for it. Even if it does cost me a couple of extra dollars and it's not a couple, it's a lot, right, <laughs> right, right. but to make that happen because, you know, I, I'd hate for anything to, to affect, you know, someone else's family because they work for me, you know, that's a, it's a terrible feeling. So, you know, it, it hasn't stopped. You know, I, I know people that are on their second round, you know, that when my mom passed uh, last year, my daughter, her dad passed three days before my mom. So they went to two funerals back to back. She got COVID again. So she had had it twice vaccinated. How do you explain these things? I'm like, it's still happening. Yeah. So I'm still in a mindset that the COVID is very real, you know, and they're I want to protect my customers. I want to protect my staff and myself, you know, and it's still really hard. I'm still, you know, walking on that faith that, you know, all right, Lord, this is going to cost me more, but how do we deal with this? How do we embrace it? You know, and um, I think, you know, there's never a such thing as caring too much. And mm -hmm. I do, I, I still care way too much about, you know, a lot of things that, affect my customers and myself, you know, and my family. But I think that I can't say, I think that's passive. I am confident. I know without a doubt that that also helps um, to separate you from those that just are focused on self. And then mm -hmm. those that are also focused on the wellness of the business and their yeah. consumers. Um, yeah. so, you know, I, I worked at a, a fortune 100 company many years ago and we always had this, uh, we had this um, motto or mantra for a long time, um, customers first. Mm -hmm. And I think that when if we just live our life like that, where we're trying to serve others, yeah. ourselves will we'll do better. I want to kind of touch on a few things that you said earlier prior to us getting on. And I, and I know it encouraged me and I believe it'll encourage someone else. You said uh, to the point of, you believe that because you know God gave this to you, mm -hmm. you just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Can you um, share with us when that first God idea of R&R? &R yes, absolutely. Um, after I shared it with my husband, it was such a passive, okay. And I think it's because one thing I will tell you about Rodney Dennis is he is rotten. He is rotten. He is rotten to the core. Um, I I cook. I clean. I'm a I'm a wife. I'm I'm married to a very southern man. So he has um, this vision of you know when he got a wife. My wife cooks. My wife cleans. I do all of the man stuff and I pay all the bills. It's very. Um, it, it's it's like an old school marriage. In fact, his mother says it all the time. It's like you guys have been together forever mm -hmm. uh, because that's how we work. So you think uh, starting a business consumes a lot of time. Yes, it does. So um, as I started to bring it up, I you know I, I dismissed the idea for a minute, and then I started to talk to my one of my best friends, and I'm like, "Tease, you know what? I think I'm gonna go ahead and start it." And she said, "Well, do it." And that day I hung up the phone and I did it. I started it. And so after I started it, I got really afraid. It was almost because it was strong. The feeling was so strong. I'm like, I don't know what made me wake up this morning and think I'm going to do it. So I go in and I tell my husband, like, I did it. And he, he's just like, okay, all righty. So now you think now that it happened and this you know, this thing happened and I have this federal tax ID number. I have a business name. What do I do next? And um, that's where I think I was thrown and I didn't know what to do next. And I talked to another friend of mine that uh, was already in business. She had a restaurant and she said, well, I know someone that can help you find a, um, a spot to lease. And I said, okay, let me go look at it. So I go and I look at it 
and I tell my best friend to come and we both we go to the door and we literally prayed at the door and I didn't pray for it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I never prayed for it. I said, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'm doing it. I'm here. You just tell me what you need me to do. And there were so many obstacles. Oh, my God. There was um, the broker that I dealt with said, I've never seen such a lengthy process. You know, your credit is there. Everything is there. They wanted all these different things that they wouldn't normally ask for. And I I didn't know if that was normal or not. Uh, You know, in hindsight now, I'm like, okay, you know, it's I'm I'm a black woman. I'm doing this alone. You know, it was more of a, you know, let me give her a hard time. But now that I know better, it had a lot to do with the fact that that particular building Mm -hmm. um, had not maintained a business for more than a couple of years at a time. So after I um, prayed about it and got it, it took me several months to get it going. Um, I was very fortunate to have an architect in my family that after I learned I had to have all these blueprints, I had to get um, it, it, a lot of money that I had not foreseen that I need to have. Uh, I either saved or I had to come up with in certain spots. Well, fast forward, December 26th. Uh, the guy comes out and he inspects and he says, you you guys are ready to open, you know, day after Christmas. My family did not celebrate Christmas that year because of the restaurant, because I said, you know what? We can't celebrate this year. And we usually do something really big. So as he tells me I can open, he says, let me let me ask you something. He said, it's really funny that you are smiling because I see smiling faces Every year I've come to open this place for a few years and every person I look at, they always smile and they're happy and they're excited to open up and they close. I said, that's the devil, honey. That's the devil. I said, you know what? I was pregnant at 15 years old and had a baby at 16. I said, my testimony is so much bigger than this, that if I failed in this, this is this is nothing in comparison to what I could have failed at. I have a whole human being that I raised. (laughs) If you believe that this is the um, that that's what's going to kill my my story or make, you know, my story like someone else's, you're sadly mistaken. I said, I I have beat a lot of odds, sweetie. I can tell you some personal stories that may blow your mind about myself. So what you have to offer right now, I can't claim that. That's not what God has for me. I'm okay. So he said, you know, know, I'm just going to wish the best for you. You do what you want to do. Because I've already claimed it. If God, this is what God has for me right now. And I can't worry about that. I just couldn't. You know, and, and, and there were a lot of people that you know, really weren't gunning for me the way that God was that, that said that I didn't think you would make it. I, you know, I thought that, you know, you, you wouldn't get past the COVID or, you know, I can't take that. I can't take what you have for me. I had to stand firm in his word and know that, you know, this is what God had for me. And I just had to keep plugging along because a lot of people that come in there, you you kind of think about people's focal point. There is a sign right above when you go into my restrooms, almost back to my kitchen. And it says in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. There are people that look at that sign and there are people that never see it. The people that I know that see it, I've had pastors come in and pray with me, like, you know, just on weird days that I can't explain why they, they felt that, that need to do that with me that day or, you know, um, people that were really rooting for me that would come in and say, I just wanted you to know I sent, you know, so many people here. I've done this. I've done that. That were just really, you know, um, invested in this, seeing us win. that had that God spirit like I did. And, you know, I still haven't given up. I said, you know, at this point, the only way I'm going to give up is if he says, that's it, Rhonda, that's it. There's no other way. And I have to give up. And I still won't, I will never feel like I failed. I feel like that's just, He's moving me somewhere else. Ooh, you know, <laughs> I've, I've been taking some personal notes because, you know, I'm not in the rest. I'm not a restaurateur as you, but I, I am, you know, entrepreneur as well. Stepping out, doing something that yep. God called me to. And yeah, trials, 
and it is. And, it is. and you really begin mm-hmm. to feel like, is it, are, are you sure it is what you want me to yeah. do? Yeah, that's a lot of times. You sure? Because I don't, I don't feel it. But and, <laughs> and you also, as an entrepreneur, I don't know if you have gotten to the point where you have employees because that's one of my biggest things. It really, really um, scares me to think about. I hold other people's lives in my hands. Right. You know, my you paying your rent has everything to do with whether I stay open or not. The fact that you believed in me, you know, and you stuck with me and I may not be able to deliver for you to pay your rent is mind blowing. You wake up a totally different way because that dream that you have, that's your dream. You embrace it and you feel like, okay, that's my dream. But when someone follows you, a complete stranger, someone that you, you know, just really believes in you winning, you know, because one thing I will say, DeAndre Jones, about him is he said, you know what? We're going to be the next black IHOP. And he believes that. And that's so powerful for me. It's like, okay. I can see um, those times that you feel like you're not going to make it. It's those kinds of things that happen that make you say, okay, I got this. You know, even though I might have 28 cents in my account today, we'll, we'll make it tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> make yeah. it up. And people will come in and eat tomorrow and then we'll make that money back up. And we have. And I, I can't explain it. But it is, it is it happens. And um, you do. You, you start to wear a... You, Things weigh very heavy on your shoulders yes, when you become yes. an entrepreneur. You know, and, um, you know, as you stated already, quitting is not an option. But one of the things that I love what you just stated a few moments ago, you were saying that even if it ends, it's not that you failed. It's not mm-hmm. that it was bad. It God is just moving me somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that is, to me, that is a very much of a mindset, an understanding mm-hmm. of someone not who, who's not only faith filled, mm-hmm. but is confident in the Lord, her God. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, you know, I, I always tell people as much as I encourage others, I need encouraging too. So you do, is, you do. Right on time for me. You and I, I need, I needed that because you just have to surround your, yourself with people who are um, God-fearing individuals just as you are, because there will be, you'll always find someone that's not willing to follow you and your dream that doesn't see, you know, I had friends that I firmly believe, like, you know, when the COVID hit, like, can you come help me? And they were like, mm, no, can't do it. And it was like, oh my God, all these people that I thought were, were willing to help me or wanted to see me win or wanted to um, just join me and help me. Wow. Nope. So you have to be careful who you allow in your space. That's powerful that's because you need someone that's going to wake up sometimes and think about you and say, hey, just wanted to let you know because those words really resonate with you on certain mornings. Um, I'll tell you, I, I have a very guilty pleasure right now. Mm-hmm. I have, um, when my mom passed, my phone uh, the phone that she owned was in my name. So I decided to to start to separate my personal phone from my business phone. I said, you know what? I'll just keep that one. Well, when I got the phone, this is nothing but God. Every morning, my clockwork at about six, seven o'clock, my phone goes off. So it's either a fear that I have an employee calling in or I know it's that message. <laughs> but that message, I will tell you, this person is so powerful. I don't have the um i don't I, I don't have the energy or the strength to tell her because she may stop it's either he or she i don't know which one it is but that they may stop if i tell them like this is not this person's phone anymore they are like i'm telling you clockwork every day there is um Daily I have to tell you just the message for today. I'll read it. It says, good morning. I can't change the wind, but I can adjust my sails. I'm grateful this moment in life, uh, this session to enjoy the journey. And then it has a, um, a Bible scripture. It has Romans 8, 38 through 39, Psalms 56, 3 through 4, Isaiah 43, 3 through 19. And there's a whole two paragraphs that when I read them in the morning, I'm like, okay, it's go time. And it's such a guilty pleasure because I can't tell this person 
um, getting the messages that you intend for someone else. I just keep them yeah. every day. And he gets a few of them there. That's not the only one. That's just the most powerful one. That's yeah. every single day. That's nothing but God. How does God know to send you that kind of stuff when you need it? Well, that's why he's almighty, right? Because <laughs> when I read them, I'm like, oh my God, how did they know this morning? That's the one I needed. But it is, it's, it's people that, you know, complete strangers. That's a good example of a complete stranger that will speak to your spirit. Sometimes yeah. when you don't know, you need it. Or, you know, absolutely. watch who you allow in that space. That's, that's, that's one powerful word to an entrepreneur that I would give anybody. Just watch it. Yes. Um, as um, I was encouraged and admonished and even reprimanded this morning and I was just, <laughs> but it, but in all of it, it incited me to mm -hmm. say, okay, I'm listening. like, right. Let me start moving. And so that's one of the things that I really, you know, like you stated, picking right. Mm -hmm. And then also knowing that God sends us what we need in that moment. You know, I always, when I'm in prayer, I oftentimes remember that God commanded a widow woman to feed the prophet Elijah. But before that, after he said that there would be no rain until mm -hmm. he said so to Ahab, mm -hmm. God commanded a raven yes. that eats meat for themselves to give yes. man of God meat. Send an angel to give him uh, uh, bread and stuff on a hostel. I mean, yeah. Brook was, the, you know, so I just, I have to always remind myself, God, you will provide. It's yep. in just being transparent because that's what Be Healed is all about. Yeah. It's sometimes it's just so hard. Oh, sometimes. You know? <laughs> the vast majority. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, you know. I think the restaurant business, when I talk to people, um, you never have a real understanding of what happens in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that to discount any other business is hard, but this one, hmm, I, I, I really, really sometimes wonder why I was chosen for this. Yeah. And I can only come up with the fact that it's just what God has. You know, there, there's no other explanation. I don't have, I don't have a, you know, hero story for that to say because I'm the strongest because it's a lot of days I'm not strong. I'm not strong at all. I am very weak. I am very vulnerable. I am very human. You know, I read comments on Yelp and they do compromise how I feel. Some of them I listen, but I will tell you this thin, this, this skin is getting real thick. It's getting real thick. <laughs> Um, I had customers come in the other day that said, I, I came in just because of your clapback on Yelp. And it was uh, funny. It was one of the ones that, I, I, honey, it was Easter Sunday. It was Easter Sunday and a customer wrote a review that said, you know, I it either said, I hope she closes down or I wouldn't be surprised if she closed down tomorrow. And I, you know, I said, you know what? I got That's the armor of God with me, honey. So I wrote back and said, you know what? Um, the devil is busy, even on resurrection day. You, you need, you need prayer. That's what you need today. But you do, you get affected by those things. You get affected when people say, I didn't really like your food, even though I know better. I know I can't please everyone's palate. I know that that's, that's a given, but it still doesn't hurt any less. You know, it, it's still, you still just keep striving. And you know that, you know, when it's the vast majority that loves it, I can get past the one person, you know, but it still doesn't make it feel any better. And you start to get thicker and thicker skin and you pray that that skin doesn't get so thick that you don't listen anymore. Right. Or it becomes callous. Yeah, because it does. It, it hurts, you know, and that's any because we're human and we're vulnerable. And we, you know, when you're still invested in caring about people, you want to do the best that you can do. You don't want to just say, like you said, I think that was very profound when I heard you say that, that I'm not just doing this because, you know, I have this retirement plan. It's because, you know, I, I do, I, I fed my family for so many years, you know, and I, I fed my family through that love and through that passion that I said, I can do this in a restaurant. I can do this very same thing. 
that the way I make my family feel, I can make, you know, people who walk through that door equally feel that way. And, you know, on Sunday, Saturday and Sundays, I'm, I'm fully staffed. So we pray in the morning before anybody comes to the door. We're praying. I usually before I hire people, I tell them, you know, it's your choice. I don't force religion on any one person. Mm-hmm. But on on the weekends when I'm fully staffed, we pray, you know, and we pray for every foot that walks through the door, every meal to uh, be nourishment to their bodies and that they, you know, that they come back, that they, you know, we pray for that prosperity and success. And I think that has a lot to do with our, um, our success over the, you know, months because we organically grew as a business. We didn't have this one day that we went viral and everybody came. No, 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 no. Um, we still have days that, you know, I'm like, okay, um, what are we going to do? It was terribly slow. And then we have, like I said, days that I'm like, all right, thank you, Lord. You made up for that day, you know, the day that we suffered. So, you know, we, we do, we, we care. And I have a staff of people who care. That's what really makes the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Caring, caring people yeah. um, carries a lot of weight. It does. Right. And, um, and it's very, I love the fact that you said that you pray full staff, mm-hmm. um, on that because it's not that you're just praying for the success of the day, but for the success yeah. of others. And I'm and I'm I'm teaching a ser- uh, teaching a series, um, a Bible study series, and we're in Job. And you know, Job recovered all after he prayed for those same friends who was mm-hmm. bringing him bad news and trying to make it him feel that he did something wrong to deserve mm-hmm. what was happening. But yeah. it's something about praying for others and. Yep. And interceding for others that God really, that it moves, it moves heaven. And it and does for that. It does. It does. And I thank you for bringing your parents. You know, that's always my hardest call. I, if I had to laugh about anything that happens when I get people who come in and say, I brought my grandmother, I brought my mother and my father. And I'm like, Ooh, Oh, Lord. <laughs> Cause you know, mama know how to cook. So, you know, I get the questions like, is it our mac and cheese? And I get scared immediately. Like, oh yes, but I don't know if it's yours. But <laughs> I don't know what you put. I know what I put in mine. But... Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's always a blessing when I get that buy-in. When the grandmothers say, "Oh yeah, honey, this is good." I'm coming back. I'm like, okay, yes, yes. All right, we're getting it together. So thank you for that. You know, it's, it's you always. Know, my I love seeing families. Yeah, yeah, I love seeing families. I love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. My my dad, he thoroughly enjoyed. I think he had. <laughs> um, I think my mom had the turkey chops. I had mm-hmm. the pork chops, and I think my dad had the fried mm-hmm. chicken that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was recovering. I from- know you hardly ate. I had to ask you, like, uh, did yeah. you like? You said no, no, no. <laughs> I I loved every, and then I ate it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I was like, oh, they want to leave the house and leave me unattended. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna heat up <laughs> from my R and R. There you go. You know, and and so yeah. you know, and food, food is something that all uh, cultures have in common. You yeah. know, we when we sit at the table, we break bread. You know, we yeah, see yeah. that in biblical yeah. times to what we are today. It matters who you sit at the table with, who you break bread with, oh, how yeah, you yeah, eat, yeah. what all yeah. of those great things, and so. Um, how can people get to you? How can they find you? How can they visit R&R Breakfast Spot over in Chino, California? So I am I am the kind of owner that I'm always there. <laughs> I think um, I did have a family break last week because it was my husband's birthday. And I um, he is the king and head of my life, honey. So I got to make sure we prioritize him. You know, he took off a whole week and I enjoyed doing that you know, we, we still um, try to get every minute we can in together. So if I'm not there, it's usually because Rodney is off. <laughs> but um, other than that, I am always at the restaurant. So if I'm not in the uh, dining area, nine times out of 10, I'm in the kitchen. Okay. So I am easily accessible by um, social media. I try very hard to, <clears throat> um, respond whenever I can. You know, I'm always truly grateful for people who shout us out. Um, I answer as many emails as I can. Um, 
but I'm easily accessible. You know, I'm calling the restaurant, asking. We do cater, so a lot of people talk to me personally about that as well because um, I, I'm not a, you know, I, I think I'll never get to the point, even if we say I'm going to be the black eye hot where I'm not, you know, hands into my business. So yeah. it means a lot to me to meet people and, and just talk about life and all kinds of things in that restaurant. I think you and I talked for several minutes. Um yeah. Yes. Because I do. I take that time out. So, you know, I'm I'm always there. And if I'm not there, I'm I'm coming shortly. So <laughs> I'm never too far. So I you know, easily accessible. Love that. And I did place that in there. If you guys haven't already, please follow Rhonda Dennis at R and R Breakfast Spot on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um I Facebook I, as well. As well as Facebook. And I'm gonna tell you that's that's how I, you know, I I knew I had to get over there. Um, and I and you're open Monday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yes. Close until we become a little more staff. So right now that's still one of our challenges. So I don't have enough staff to open seven days a week, but I hope that we do soon. So right now we just take a break on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and we're open the rest of the week. So weekdays we are nine to three. Mm -hmm. Weekends we are eight to three. Um, we are open most holidays. Um, I had a ton of calls uh, July the 4th. It was pretty amazing. We had a lot of people that said, okay, I'm finally off today. So yeah. Um, so Mondays is one of the days that most of my fellow business owners, uh, you know, my sisters and brothers in restaurant world are closed. So mm -hmm. we get a lot of business on uh, Mondays because of that, because especially in the Inland Empire, you know, we're so far and few, uh, but um until we get back to back on our feet uh mm -hmm. it is just monday uh it's thursday through monday awesome awesome well july the 10th i will tell you guys it's going to be pretty awesome i do have a um they are a black owned radio station they're going to come out in right. dj yeah they came out on july the first but it was a friday mm -hmm. So I encourage them to come back on a Sunday because there's we have a ton of um, of customers on Sundays. But mm -hmm. I enjoy working with Black businesses, and um, it's going to be nice to have a DJ outside. They have little prizes and little you know things to spin the wheel to win small, uh, just small items and just promote themselves. And I'm really excited about that. So another thing I you know always want to encourage people to do if you have something that I can help you with, you know, if you, you sell glasses, you sell, you know, for you, if, if I don't know what, you know, all of I know you're in a couple of businesses right now. Uh, we kind of briefly talked about that, but whatever, you know, if you sell something and we can communicate and you say, okay, can I just come set up on a Saturday? Cool. Let's do it. Um, I'm really big on that kind of stuff because I think it makes a difference, especially when you do it right. And you bring all of your business cards, you you expose yourself, you know, right. you you put yourself out there in a positive light where people can see it. That makes me happy because I know I can't I can't rise up alone. I have to right. bring somebody with me. And that makes a difference. So um, I'd like to encourage anybody to reach out to me, especially for mentorship. I learned a lot along the way through trial and error. I would hate for someone to go through what I did. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I let me know because teaching you know teaching is reaching you know it is sharing it that, is. Wealth, that wealth of experience and wisdom it is. Um, i will tell you that i am hosting my be healed women's conference mm -hmm. august 18th through the 20th in palm desert and okay. we do have it where vendors and sponsors on the website where they can go if they would like for their business to be featured um there's okay. different tiers i have that but i will okay. i'll send you the flyer if you want to just post that on the on the yeah. you know i sure will i can put it on my story i don't mind you just absolutely. Let me know. absolutely um but um and you know i know you're working so i, I won't try to take you away from your kitchen but um, <laughs> and if it's done if i if i have enough time and i can figure it out because i have done it before like one of the things um i think we're slated to do i haven't had the definitive yes but i've had a very strong buy-in um, for the reunion that's happening September the 3rd in Riverside with Confunction oh. and DW3. Ooh. I'm really excited to be a part of that because that's pretty yes. big. Yeah, that's pretty big for us. So that's um, 
Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I plan it and I can get, you know, my staff there to be okay and I can tear away, I can use family members. Because yeah. that's one thing my husband has a ton of, and that's family. <laughs> so when I need them, they usually they show up for us. That's awesome. So, yeah. So if I can do it, I, I always I'll let you know. So awesome. you and I can kind of collaborate on that. Sure will. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for popping no um, in with me on tonight. Uh, thank you all for watching and commenting. Um, yes. I can tell you, you gave me many nuggets, and I know you shared those with those that are watching and those that will watch on the replay. Um, I so so am I am so grateful and moved by yes. by just hearing you. Even when I first met you, I was just it was something in me. A, a inviter, inviter, That's nothing but God, nothing, nothing but God. right, nothing but God, you know, because <laughs> I need it. And what I think about, I needed this today, yeah, you know. And so we talked prior and had different dates, but mm-hmm. it was today that this thing mm-hmm. said in this way, yeah. manner. And so it always happens that way, right? To God, <laughs> so um, for all of you all, be healed viewers, web show viewers. You know what's coming up. It's the Be Healed Women's Conference happening August 18th through the 20th in the city of Palm Desert, a.k.a. Rancho Mirage. Check out that website, BeHealedConference.com, and go ahead and register. Um, it's going to be an awesome move. I'm going to hang out with uh, uh, Miss Dennis for a little bit, Miss Rhonda for a little bit. But until next time, may God bless you. May he keep you. May his face continue to shine upon you and give you strength. May your going and your coming out of whatever you might be doing, get, dealing with be blessed by him and, and only him because truly God wants the best for all of us. So whether we're in our trials or we're up in our triumphs, know that God is yet with you and he's yet making a way for you. So don't give up. So see us next week. Same time, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Facebook or YouTube, as well as some other outlets. Um, did you know we're on Spotify? Yeah, type that in. Be Hill Web Show on Spotify now. All I'm, right. I'm so excited about that. So yes. I'll be blessed and we'll talk to you all soon. Miss De- Miss Rhonda, give me a second. We'll hang out after this. Thank you, everyone.